Welcome, coaches. This is Tony Schiffman, and you are listening to the Hog Football Podcast. The Hog Football Chat was created as a way for coaches to talk about all things football and all things offensive line, and we took off via Twitter. With the help of so many great sponsors, we were able to create an amazing network of our coaching community. Now we've decided to launch our first ever podcast series. Please don't forget to check out those amazing sponsors on Twitter. This podcast series is presented by Platform, an online strength and conditioning tool that partners with over 800 schools across the country. Go check out platform.com, that's P-L-T-4-M.com for our full series and catch up on any episodes you might have missed. Don't forget to check out at Coach Schiffman on Twitter and use the hashtag HogFootballChat when you're there. We have a great episode for you today, so let's go ahead and kick this off. Before we even kick off the podcast, I want to just remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. All right, here we go. All right, guys, welcome to another edition of the Hog Football Podcast. Today, I've got Coach Chad Henning with me. Coach Henning was a former player at Sun Prairie High School and then an offensive lineman at MSU Mankato from 2007-2010. Uh, after that, he played, coached high school ball for four years at Abundant Life Christian School uh, and then spent three years there as a defensive coordinator and won a state championship at the eight-man level. Uh, then was actually the offensive coordinator and head coach. Took an assi- assistant offensive line job at Mankato in July of 2019 and helped, helped the team go 13-1 and one, uh, that season. And uh, last year spent the, as the tackles coach where they went 14-1 and one in Austin in the national championship game. He most recently was hired by Upper Iowa University as the offensive line coach and recruiting coordinator. Coach Henning, how's it going? Hey, Coach. Really happy to have you, uh, to be on the show. Um, really, really doing well. I'm not really sure what day it is. I know. Um, but uh, going with the times these days. Yeah, right. I, I know. I know how you feel. It's uh, it's. I, I I told you beginning of this. I gave you the the participant ID number instead of the password, so I'm I'm all discombobulated. <laughs> Talking to other human beings is a new concept to me right now. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if we're supposed to be doing this. I know exactly. <laughs> uh, so we'll get started here. So a couple things, obviously, in reading your biography, um, you know, last two years you guys won 27 games at, at Mankato, um, and then before that you actually won a state championship uh, at the eight-man level. Um, how important? You know, first question I ask everybody: How important was? was the offensive line to the success of those football teams? Well, I think it's huge, um, especially the last two years with the line that, you know, we had at Mankato and continue to have, um, you know, Evan Heim being the, the All-American, he was at left tackle, you know, and Topple being the tackle, or excuse me, the guard. It was an All-American two years ago, and Goose, too. It's, it's, um, it was really impressive to see them, you know, evolve. And I think it, you know, it starts up front, ends up front with the run game, pass game. Um, and so I think at Mankato, it, it was huge. Now, it's a little bit different uh, when you get to the eight-man level. Um, right. Some of those, some of those guys were, yeah, just get please for the love of God, just getting stand in front of a guy because um, you got <laughs> you got guys that are, maybe should be playing wide receiver, playing some old line. Um, so that was a little bit difficult. But I, I think if you even look at those guys, um, you got your your guys that really try hard um, and, and really work on technique wise. Um, I think it's a little bit more important at that level. Um, you know, really you know, trying to make sure that your feet and hands are good. Um, and that, that equated over to a lot of success on the offensive side of the ball at that level. Right. So kind of talking about that eight man game, you know, I'm, 
I'm always fascinated. So I, I actually played um, a lot of people don't know, and I don't really talk about it a lot. It's not like I'm ashamed of it or anything, but after, <laughs> yeah. I, after I got done playing college football, um, I wasn't ready to hang it up yet. And I actually played um, 10 or 11 years of semi-pro at the eight man level. And, and it always fascinates me, you know, how, how much fun was, was the eight man level for you as a, as a coach um, and, and just being around it for, for as many years as you were. It, it was really, it was awesome. Um, and it's funny you say that. Cause I think eight man, it gets, a, a, I don't know uh, how you really want to call it. Nobody really talks about it. Um, and, you know, and some people will make the running joke of, you know, it's not real football, that sort of stuff. And I, I kind of thought the same thing before I got into it. Um, and so I had a, um, Mark Martinez was the head coach at um, Abundant Life Christian School um, and, and brought me on and mm-hmm. um, just kind of learning about, it makes you really think about matchups and one-on-ones and, you know, best players are going to win games. Um, and we were really fortunate to have Obi Owagwu, who was a, runs track at UW-Milwaukee now, but just a, a stellar athlete. Um, you get the ball out of his hands and it was usually to the house. So, right. Um, if you could do that in the eight-man level, you know, just trying to, especially through the air, um, it's a little bit different. You know, if you can have an effective passer and a, and a, and a ball catcher, um, it's pretty effective at the eight-man level. So it's it was really it was really big. And like I talked about a little bit before about like you know fundamentals and the offensive line that right. was huge. Um, we talked about a lot of of doing the same footwork stuff and, and hand placement stuff over and over again because you don't have you know I had one guy that was look like a true lineman. Um, right. The rest of them were, you know, guys that maybe should be, you know, playing a different sport, you know, that sort of thing. So um, it was, it was cool. It was cool to see him, you know, coach him for a few years and, and see him grow up and, you know, I had a lot of freshmen start um, and kind of grew to, to all seniors the year we won state championships. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It's definitely a, a lot faster game. Yeah. Um, the sidelines aren't as wide, but it's uh, like I said, it's a one-on-one matchup pretty much all over the place. Yeah. And I, I think, as a coach, too, I've never I've never coached at that level, but I, w- I would assume that as a coach, you've really got to be kind of, you know, on your game because one breakdown at one spot and you're giving up a, 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 a you know, a big play touchdown in it. So, you know, you really got to, like you said, you really got to make sure your fundamentals are there and you really got to make sure that your kind of your game plan's probably really, really locked in. I think in-game adjustments were big for us, too, especially right. when I was working on the defensive side of the ball. Um, just giving looks, um, especially at that age of, you know, doing halftime adjustments and be able to, to, you know, kind of make things changes on the fly, um, really helped us, um, give us different looks and see, you know, the more you try that you're going to find something that works. Right. We were able to, to, you know, kind of switch that up as as much as possible and and find what works. So, right. It's a fun game, fun game to coach. Yeah, definitely. It was always fun to, it was always fun to be a part of it. And and it was, uh, it was interesting for sure, but it was, it was good stories for me and, and, you know, kind of like you said at the beginning, people people look down on it. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking – I can think off the top of my head the the guy, the linebacker for the Cowboys. Um, oh, yeah. Yep. He, he, he played A-man football, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, yeah. you've seen it more and more. There's a couple um, Hawkeyes. I read there's an article in the, you know, the Madison paper a couple of years ago that I read. And the Hawkeyes had take a couple of guys that were mm-hmm. eight-man guys. And um, it's just, I think it was growing more and more, And you know. Um, yep. The kid that plays for the Badgers, uh, Gabe, um, from up at uh, New, up by Green Bay. That's, you know, we played against him, and you just you see he's he could start at any school in the state. Right. So it's, you know, there's athletes. You'll find them no matter where they're playing. Right. Well, it's and it, like you said, it's growing. It's 
while I was in Iowa for two years, it was, it's obviously really big. And, and in Illinois now, it's starting to be a lot bigger. There's, um, I want to say, close to, to 20 teams now in, in eight-man football and, and probably a lot more coming in the next couple of years. So it's, it's definitely a growing part of the game. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, going, going from that job as, uh, you know, as, like I said, you were the defense coordinator and you actually were the offensive coordinator and head coach. How, how was that transition from, from being at the eight-man level to jumping right back into Division II college life? How, how was that transition for you? It was a huge shock. Um, you know, you think you know football until you coach college. Uh, right. This is kind of, kind of what I learned very quickly. Um, you know, I, I was very, very fortunate enough. Coach Hoffman brought me back at Mankato, who I played for. Um, and then, you know, with Coach Prosser being the O-line coach, Coach Brashaner being the offensive coordinator, um, kind of wel- welcomed me with open arms. And um, the first year, um, found my head kind of spinning on, you know, what was going on, what we wanted mm-hmm. to do, you know, how much I could really contribute to trying to learn as much as possible. You know, and I think the, the second year, I really felt, you know, confident. Um, they moved me out to, you know, just be kind of the tackles coach. Um, so, you know, working more group stuff um, with Coach Prosser and, and really, you know, he was a great mentor to me on, you know, what we want to do as a, as a, as a group, um, build relationships, you know, trust-wise. Um, was really, really fortunate to have him as, as somebody I learned from there. So um, really the, the, the transition was good. It's just the knowledge that, right. um, you know, kind of takes, takes me back to my, you know, playing games. You went from, you know, we were uh, uh, you know, a, a double, in, you know, a zone double team. You know, when I played, you know, we were an aggressive step or now we're, uh, you know, inside zone with a, with a bucket step. So it's just, it was a lot of things that, you know, I was told never to ever do. Right. We're now teaching it and it's effective, you know, and that's, that's kind of just the evolution of the game. Um, yeah. But I, th- I think it's, it was, it's definitely been fun to learn about. It's cool that there's so much stuff you can learn, especially uh, at the college level. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's that, you know, I get, I get asked that question all the time. And, and one of the other guys I've, I've talked to on here um, that'll air at some point is Brady Graybold, who's, who's just making that jump as oh, well. Yeah. So it's, I always, I always like to ask kind of what the, you know, what the, how the transition was and what the challenges were. And it's always, it's always a lot, uh, there's a lot of similarities, but obviously there's a lot of different things too that, that everyone's kind of got a little, so it's always interesting to kind of find that out. Yeah. Bottom line, I mean, it's relationships. So, it, oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the big thing. You can come on, come with, you know, you can be really good with relationships and the football kind of comes later and that's just, um, it, you know, it, it was good to learn that and good to have, you know, guys I was working with, uh, be mentors to me so it was good right that that, and actually that's a good kind of a good segue for me because my next question was uh going to upper iowa now obviously full-time offensive line coach but you're also the recruiting coordinator um how have you handled sort of making those connections especially with your your offensive line guys now because i would assume you haven't been able to meet them face to face yet um yeah i mean probably i'm sure you've done over over zoom meetings and, and things like that but how have you been able to handle that? And how are you, you know, how are you making those connections um, with those guys? I mean, I'm sure yeah. it's got to be tough. Yeah, it has been tough. You know, it's, it's, it's weird. Cause you know, I, I got hired uh, in the middle of March right before this all happened. And um, coach Hoskins, you know, kind of looked at me that the day after I signed my contract, he's like, you signed, right? Yep. It was okay. <laughs> Cause we're, we're going to be on a freeze here very shortly. So I mean, it happened just, you know, at a good time at the time. Um, mm-hmm. And then this all went down. Um, so I'm actually in Wisconsin. Um, my lease doesn't start down there until May. So, um, you know, kind of working from from home and from my mom's right. place. And, 
and doing that aspect. So it's been, it's been different. Um, but you just try to, you know, make the most of it. Um, had a lot of zoom meetings, whether we're doing one-on-one meetings with the guys, we're doing group meetings. Um, they've been doing a lot of like, uh, technique stuff. Um, it's nice because we have a lot of guys that are go-getters. You know, right. They want to they do videos. They want to send me videos, get critiques and stuff like that. So that's been really, really cool. Um, a lot of younger guys, too, that are just they're itching to put pads on. Um, so that's, right. that's kind of the harder part of, you know, being a new O-line coach. You want to set the tempo. You want to, you know, really set the mood of the group. And it's you're doing it through a Zoom computer screen. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a little bit difficult, difficult different. Um, but I think everybody's going through that. And um, like I said, the guys, the guys have been really, really good. The coaches that I'm working with, um, you know, Coach Curran, um, the offensive coordinator, then it's really been good to work with so far. So it's we're trying to make the best of it. I think, right. like I said, everybody, everybody's going through it. So yeah, we are. Yeah, been different. It, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it has been. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of a uh, as a recruiting coordinator. I'm sure too. It's while it's oh, probably yeah. different. Um, the only thing different is probably the same thing as, I mean, obviously it's the same thing for us. You can't just have, can't have kids on campus, but I mean, you can still text, you can still call, you can still do all those other things that, that we can do with social media. So I'm sure that hasn't been too difficult. Yeah, no, I think that kind of goes back to how it's been in the last couple of years too of mm-hmm. the D1 schedule of, of scholarships has just, it's bumped up the schedule so much. Um, so we actually, we started offering 2021 kids, um, this past week. And it's, you know, we, we, we're probably one of, you know, three or four or five teams in the NSIC that are, that are doing that. Um, you see, you know, how early this is, um, it's just crazy with the D one, how much it's, you know, you know, sped up that process. So it's, right. you know, just trying to build, you know, it does, you have a little bit more time, I think with recruiting, you know, being working from home of it's pretty much, you know, my buddy, it's funny because, uh, I got a buddy back home who texted me the other day. He's like, so what do you, what are you doing from home? You know, you, you can't really coach football. And uh, he's like, is, is, is it like, you know, NCAA football 2014? You're just doing recruiting all day? And it's, I'm like, it's kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, it's doing, you know, trying to find kids. But it's, you know, trying to build relationships through, you know, texts and, you know, FaceTimes right. and things like that. And um, it's been, a, like I said before, it's a little bit different. But um, it's definitely something you got to adapt to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's going to – hopefully it's going to – kind of get back to normal here pretty soon. But yeah, it's definitely been a, a, a transition for a lot of coaches because I'm sure there's a lot of old school coaches who don't know how to text or don't know how to use Twitter. Yeah, or things for like sure. that, that they're trying to get in touch with these guys. So um, yeah, difficult for sure. For um, sure. I was should have bought stock in Zoom before this all started. Cause yeah, I know, right? I was, I, was talking, I was talking to somebody who said it was at one point, something like ninety dollars a share one day, and the next day it was like one hundred and eighty dollars a share or something. Ah. Yeah. So. Dang it. Oh well. Oh well. Yep. Yes, sir. So my last question I got for you, coach, and it's a question I ask everybody. Um, and it can be guys you've coached, it can be guys you've played with, or it can just be guys you've sort of admired along the way. Uh, but I want to know your offensive line Mount Rushmore of coaches or not of, excuse me, not of coaches of players, your offensive line of players. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I think uh, the head of it's got to be Joe Thomas. Um, you know, a kid that, you know, I graduated high school in 2007. That was a senior year. I was getting recruited by Wisconsin. You know, he would talk to me after a game. So I'm, I'm enamored by that guy. He's, yeah. he's phenomenal. You know, you watch his film, the way he was able to play and never miss a game. Um, until, you know, his last year is just, it's unbelievable. You know, Wisconsin kid, a little bit biased there too, but, um, have you seen, have you seen, not to interrupt, have you seen pictures or videos of him lately? 
Oh, he's he's a stick. He's well, he's ripped. He's, he's I know. He's like it's crazy. Yeah, he's all. I think he's like ketoed out. He's uh, he did the keto diet. Yeah, hey, he looks. He looks like he played middle linebacker now. I know, right? Crazy, uh, but. But he – so it had to be – Joe Thomas be number one. I was a big Jonathan Ogden fan as a kid. Um, yep. I looked up to him. Um, was a guy that was really, really good. Another guy, Walter Jones, a guy that I really watched a ton growing up. Um, you know, a guy that I was really, really fond of. And I think the last guy was a guy that, you know, I looked up to um, that was in my class um, that ended up playing for the Badgers is Josh Oglesby. Um, a guy okay. that was, a, a you know, the same class as me. Um, we, we went to the, the Badger camp together, became good friends, um, spent a lot of time together. Um, and it's cool to see him, you know, he's a new offensive line coach at San Jose. Um, you know, really just a good guy, um, coming from Milwaukee. Um, we always used to give him crap cause he was, you know, the, you know, top line of the, the class, we'd buy all the magazines and place them all over his cars. And he loved that. <laughs> so, um, you know, just like to, to ruffle his feathers a little bit. Definitely those four guys are, are guys that I have looked up to guys I've tried to, to emulate and the guys I've watched definitely on film a lot. Awesome. Those are, those are a lot of good guys there. So that's, that's a, that's a good list. I like it. Um, so, all right, coach, we're going to wrap this up. Um, any, uh, you know, you can go ahead and drop your Twitter handle and any other information you want to drop before we, uh, we get out of here. Good deal. Well, first off, just wanted to say thank you for having me on um, follower of you follower of hog football chat um, on, on Monday nights. Love following that. We got that here in a few hours. Yep. Um, so love doing that. Love the community we have um, with the old line coaches. You can follow me on Twitter at C Henning 75. Um, and like I said, just really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you today. Yeah, that was great coach. I appreciate you coming on and uh, we will talk soon. All right, buddy. Thank you very right, much. Thanks, coach. Yep. Thanks again for everyone listening, and remember to go check out platform.com for the full series of Hog Football podcast episodes. We want to thank everybody for their continued support, and be on the lookout for our Hog Football Chat series from Twitter on our website, hogfootballchat.net. You can check out all of our great sponsors and tons of awesome...